Hey, how the heck are y'all? Beautiful day today. A lot better than yesterday. <laughs> yesterday, yes, Hugo saw snow and it was horizontal. And uh, so it never really stuck to the ground because it didn't come down to the ground because it just kept going sideways. So I don't know where it landed, but oh, well, that's the way it goes. So hopefully you had a great week so far. Had a great time last week up at uh, Atlas Pet Supply. I want to thank them again. And Blaine, who we had a great time with our remote there. And thank you for everybody that stopped by and said hey. And, and all the, the cute Halloween costumes. And oh, there is that one with that squirrel, Honest to Pete. That was the funniest doggone thing. Uh, that's still, I still think about that. I have never laughed so hard in my life. And when that, and it had the little arms with the nut in the front. Oh my goodness. It was so funny. So anyway, so if we got lots of questions for me, it's me, myself, and I, and Carly today. So you can give a holler. I'll be happy to start answering your, your questions. Um, there is a couple things. Let's see. Oh, where did I put my paper? I got so many papers down here that I've lost it. Oh, I want to remind you, this Thursday, I'm going to be uh, on Twin Cities Live. So tune me in. Uh, so I'll be on... Uh, this Thursday, and so you know, yeah. So, so tune tune that in, and then let's see what else. Uh, da, 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 da. I think that's about it. Okay, next Sunday, Doctor Levy's going to be here, holistic vet. So save your vet questions for next week, and then also, you know, a lot of people give me emails like, "Oh, I heard this on the radio show." Uh, where uh, you know, go to my website. You can go to go to mytalk one zero seven one dot com, and go to the Katie K nine website, and then um, not website. <laughs> Katie K9 show page. And then on my show page, you can get my podcast. You can go to my face, Katie K9 Facebook page and you can uh, go to my Katie K9 website. And so uh, when you go get to my website, click on radio show topics, okay? Radio show topics. And most of the stuff that I mentioned, you know, is on that page. So, you know, check that out. As far as like natural ways, we'll talk a little bit about natural flea and tick uh, this today because uh, it's that time of year is getting cold nights. And so the fleas and critters are looking for for a nice warm place to spend the winter. So we'll work on that. And then on uh, October 23rd, I'm going to have a nose intro, intro into nose work class. So you might, if you, you want to get your dog, if you have a busy dog, you need to do the nose work class. And it's just a one time, uh, a one time for about an hour, hour and a half. And I also have a trick trick class coming up on October 30th. So go to my website, but, and you can get that by going through mytalk1071.com. And don't forget, all the shows here on My Talk are podcasts, so we, you can take us anywhere you go. So hopefully that'll work out for you. All right. And then, oh, you know, I brought up uh, three cats and a dog to get fixed at Northwest uh, uh, Wisconsin Veterinary Clinic, you know, Dr. Jill and all them up there. And uh, you ready for this? You know, most cats, you put them in a car ride. <laughs> you need them in a kennel because otherwise they're going to take you out in the car because they just freak out. Okay, so this, uh, the neighbor across the street, I had my one cat, Sally, and then I had two of their cats and a dog, all right? So one of their cats' name is Beans. He's a black and white cat. Well, anyway, I'm no sooner uh, on the road for five minutes. Now, mind you, it's an hour drive. I'm on the road for five minutes, and here comes Bean sitting next to me in the car. And I'm like, and hello? <laughs> and he looked really calm, you know, not like, oh, my God, I'm going to die, and I'm going to rip you out and trying to get out of here, you know? And so I just decided, well, I'm just going to kind of see how this goes. He rode, you know, he sat on top of this carrier and then on top of that carrier, and he just hung out. I just And then he laid in the dash, not in front of me, on, on the other side. So then when on the way home, now Dr. Jill and them took very good care of all the critters. So, I mean, I can't say enough about Northwest Wisconsin Veterinary Clinic and Wellness Center. Uh, they do very low cost uh, spay and neutering to get my, let's see, to get 
uh, Sally fixed was one hundred and ten dollars, and then for um, Bandit, a uh, like toy poodle type, uh, he was ninety five dollars. So I mean, you can't beat that. I mean, and they have really good care. And some people think if you have, if you uh, people places have cheap prices at you know they're they're not good. No, Dr. Jill and the, her staff up there is unbelievable, Dr. Jill Armstrong. So uh, if you have, want low cost spaded neutering and low cost overall, and but great health, you know, please uh, look up Northwest Wisconsin Spay New Vet and Wellness Clinic. It's a long thing. It's Northwest uh, Veterinary. Let's see, Northwest Wisconsin. There we go. Northwest Wisconsin Veterinary dot com. Northwest Wisconsin Veterinary dot com. And so, like I say, I can't say enough about their whole staff and everything. It was really, really a pleasure. And everybody's doing fine. But I'll tell you that beans on the way home. Guess what? Not even five minutes down the road. Guess who's visiting me again? But now he's a little bit woo because he just got fixed. And so he wound up sleeping uh, next to a young shotgun and slept there the whole way. It was just, I couldn't believe it. The first time I ever seen a cat that relaxed in a car that has never been in a car before. It was just, it was crazy. So anyway, okay, hopefully you got questions for me. Give me a holler, 651-641-1071, 651-641-1071. All right, Carly, where are we at? I mean, we can take the caller if you want. Well, let's take that caller then. All right. Sounds good. We have Lisette on the line. And Lisette has a question about a 15-year-old cat who is sneezing a lot. Ooh, ooh alrighty yes. then. Hi, Lisette. How you doing? Hi, I'm doing great. Thank G- you. Good, good. Okay, so uh, how long has the cat been sneezing? For uh, about 18 months, almost two years. For, he's been sneezing that long? Yes. Oh, wow. Non- and it- I know, and we've taken her to her to a vet many times, uh-huh. and no one can figure it out. They've told us it could be allergies, it could be something else, but we've tried antibiotics and things like that, and nothing has worked for her. Okay, so and how many times a day does she sneeze? She sneezes probably, she goes into these attacks like probably three, uh, I would say between three or four times. And it's a constant thing, like you know, she's one right after sneezes, the other. Sneezes, sneezes. Yes, exactly. Okay. Does she does she blow any snot out at the, at these times? She does. Yes. Okay. And what color is the snot? It's green. Okay. Wow. Okay. Um, I you know what I would strongly suggest is that well, you know, Dr. Jessica Levy, the holistic vet. She's going to be here yes. next week. I would give her a call, oh. and you know, uh, or you can get, you know, we want to get on top of this. You can go to her website. Yeah. It's holistic-vet-care.com, holistic-vet-care.com. Anyway, and so, uh, because, now what food are you feeding? She is on, um, uh, it's grain-free. Yep. But is it dry? And it's um, wild it's something wild. Okay, probably tastes. Yeah. Uh, okay, but are you feeding a dry food? Yes. Okay. What I would my first knee jerk reaction would be pull her off the all the dry food. No more dry food. Okay. Go to good grain free canned foods. Good grain free okay. canned food is what I would do, and I would try that because in about a week you should see a difference. Oops, out. You should see a difference. Uh, um, in her demeanor, there not as much doo doo in the litter box. Her coat was getting her nice, start getting nicer. Now, is this the only cat that you have? No, we. I have a a younger one who is only two. 
Okay. Okay. I would switch him over to the group. See, the problem is you got to remember. Can I do both? That's what I would do. I definitely would because especially male cats will have a tendency to start getting crystals in their urine. Uh, uh, and crystal okay. problems usually about uh, six, seven years old is when that starts happening. But anyway, and it's from eating dry food because you got to remember cats came from the desert. They they're not they're meant to get their moisture from what they eat. Well, lucky them. We bring them into our house. We put them on dry matter. It's like eating box of saltine crackers, and then they got to drink. Yeah. A, they can't drink enough to compensate for the dry matter. So what happens is that then we start having uh-huh. renal problems, kidney problems, uh, crystals in the urine, and such like that. And so that's why by you know and doing some formulated raw is really good also you know for the cats okay but i would start yeah. out and switch over to the grain-free can and now nutrisource has got some great ones that don't unfortunately until nutrisource did this about a year ago there was hardly any canned free foods that did not have chicken in and most dogs or cats have been chickenized to death and so that's what i want you to do is i want you to okay. make sure you get the ones from nutrisource you know, that's me and Perdomo, yeah. so that get the ones that do not have the chicken in. Because maybe okay. Okay. what you're feeding, you know what I mean, has chicken, and maybe yeah. your cat has allergies to chicken. Because many cats get allergies to that. Because I have okay. one that has allergies, and if he eats um, uh, any chicken at all, uh, his eyeballs yeah. swell up, and you know he gets mad, and he gets runs in his nose. All right, so that's what I oh, would tr- okay. I would try is the grain free and the canned ones. You know, get one of each kind and find out, see what one. Some cats are so addicted to the carbs, you know, to the dry that when you yeah. put the canned out, they're looking at you like, hey, you know, it's just like a person that's addicted to chips, potato chips, <laughs> <laughs> and so you might have to take like a, a half a teaspoon. And then put a little more water with it and then mix it with the dry, okay? And so okay. that you kind of got a gravy and then pretty soon it becomes less and less dry, more and more, you know, the canned. And then pretty soon you, they're, you're eating, you know, they're, they're eating just a good grain-free canned food, all right? So okay. every, and some cats will drop the dry matter and say, yeah, give me that canned stuff. Some cats, cat, yeah, some cats well, won't. I feel like mine aren't picky at all. So. Okay, okay, well, good. Hopefully if you can yeah. make that change, I th- and that's what I do. But make sure you read the label and don't get anything with chicken in for, you know, just, Stay out away from chicken, okay? And like Great. I say, thank uh, you so much. You bet, because Nutrisource has got about eight uh, eight of them that are you know are grain free and with no chicken in. Now, also, what I like to do is that give me a call, like you know, like say call up next week, next Sunday, what Doctor Jess yes. is going to be here, and let's see. Yes. Uh, hopefully, you can get them changed over, and then hopefully by next Sunday, you've got something positive to say. Or if not, maybe yes. Doctor Jess that has got would- some ideas. Okay. That would be awesome. Thank you so much, Katie. You bet. Thanks for the call. Greatly appreciate it. Okay, bye. Have a great day. All right. Okay, let's see. How many uh, receptacles in the dog's nose are there compared to human nose? Okay, the receptacles in the nose. Okay, we'll be right back. Hello, hello. Thanks for spending your Sunday afternoon today. It's just gorgeous. Hopefully you're outside enjoying the sunset, uh, sunset, sun rays and absorbing them. So hopefully this week will be better than last week. Okay, so how many... um, receptors does a dog's nose have compared to our human nose okay is it 1 million 2 million uh, or 300 million 300 million very good yes it's 300 300 million receptors and humans only have okay 300 millions in dogs right yes okay humans only have 6 million receptors in our nose oh my goodness now what it is uh, the 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 power of a dog's nose allows them to smell things that are buried 40 feet under the ground 40 feet wow all right i mean that totally that's and you just wonder it's just it's unbelievable and that's why uh uh 
that's why this nose inter, inter, introductory into nose work yeah. classes that I have because that's what a dog does naturally is use their nose. The whole world is through their nose or through their ears. They have dogs have very poor their poor eyesight. And so that's why I had to teach a dog to find, this is a scent that I need you to find and then now go find it. I tell you, it tires a dog out like you wouldn't believe. So, you know, think about getting into inter, into nose work classes. All right. Uh, who's up next? Okay. So we have Janelle on the line and she has a question about a puppy that has boundary issues. Okay. Boundary yeah. issues. All yeah. right. Hi, Janelle. How you doing? I'm good. Thanks. Good, good. So what's going on? Yeah, we have a puppy. She just turned one in September, and um, we're really nervous that she's going to get hit by a car because if she happens to go outside and and isn't on her leash, she takes off like a wild animal. Like, literally, she doesn't listen. She mm-hmm. darts straight across the street. Um, we're in the neighborhood on two and a half acres each, mm-hmm. and we'd like her to learn her boundaries to just stay in the yard Um Okay. You know, not take off after walkers or their dogs. Okay, what breed of dog? She's a uh, mini golden doodle. Okay, sounds good. First of all, what you got to remember is that, uh, under two years old, dogs have puppy mush brain, okay? Mm-hmm. And you have to uh, you have to shape them. You have to teach them uh, obedience classes, okay? And then also, right. too, uh, a dog that has puppy mush brain, you know, the mentally they're not mature until they're three years old. Okay. What happens is that they're always testing you to see what they can and cannot get away for uh, get, uh-huh. get away with. Okay. And so okay. what you have to do is that you, you she has this mo where okay she gets out she sees something she's gone and here uh-huh. you are busting your veins in your neck screaming to try to get her to come back right. Okay. Yeah. So the thing is is that you got don't set yourself up for failure at this particular time number one this dog should not be free on anything. Yeah. It should be on a we, long be on a long line like a twenty foot line. So yeah. you've got control of the situation. Yeah, and, that's normally what she is, but she likes to sneak out. Okay. As far as sneak out of the house? Yeah, like if we open the door, she decides, I want to go bye-bye in the car because she loves that. Okay. And yet if the garage door is open, yeah. you know, she just darts out the door and out the garage. Okay. So then what you've got to do is you've got to teach her uh, the the, um, the invisible doorway. You know, where okay. when you go to a doorway, you make mm-hmm. her sit, you say, wait. Okay, mm-hmm. you go through the doorway. She cannot come through until you say, let's go. Okay. All right? And the thing is, okay. is that you don't try to beat the door. You want to create an invisible barrier that, that she is not to go through that door unless she's invited to go through okay. that door. Yeah. And, I mean, you have to be very diligent. Every time that dog goes through that door, that right. dog has to wait. And then you yeah. go through or somebody goes through and then she is invited to come out. Sometimes when okay. you're practicing this, you go through the door and mm-hmm. then you come back in and shut the door. Every time mm-hmm. that she goes, doesn't mean she's going out that door. All right. right. And then mm-hmm. also what happens is that, like I said, an obedience class obviously is a must because you've got a very smart dog, but you've got a mm-hmm. silly dog. One that yeah. will tr- will look at you and go, na 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 You bet. Holy. So you need to <laughs> understand her personality and get her to look to you for direction. Okay. And then another thing, too, is that you can, there is no such thing as teaching a dog boundaries. There, that okay. is, that's no, there is no, the only thing is the, obviously the underground fence, which I'm not a fan of, because even okay. though your dog can't go out, anything can come in to get your dog so i'm not oh. a fan of that because mm-hmm. people are thinking it's a fence and no it's not a fence. right 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 <laughs> okay yeah. and so that's why when you're out the dog's out when you're in the dog's in or you create uh i i'm on 20 acres okay okay and so i you can get what's called 
paddle panels at like Fleet Farm. And what you do oh. is you put in a steel post and, and wire these cattle panels to it. So you can move it anywhere you want. So now you got a holding pen that if you want the dog to be outside, you got a place for her to, you know, to be. But then when you're, uh, when you come outside, now we put her on the 20 foot long line and she is yeah. following you around. So she learns to hang around you because yeah. right now the world is her oyster. Everything yeah. is exciting and they got to go check it out. And yep. so, yep. And so, and that's just what happens at this state mentally of that. So that's why okay. you've got to shape it. You got to give her, start getting her learning, understanding, looking to you for direction, set up the rules, follow through. And then as she mentally matures and usually a dog that's three to four years old, everything uh-huh. you invested up to that point will come back tenfold. But if you okay. haven't invested much, then you're not going to get much back. <laughs> okay, yeah. All right. So okay. cattle panels, though. Yeah, but cattle panels. Yep. And okay. I, I love them because, like I said, you can you can put it anywhere you want. You know, you don't, yeah. you're not, beho- and they're very inexpensive compared to, uh, like, people that get cyclone fencing and such. Yeah. And, and yeah, that requires cement in the ground and stuff. And <laughs> no, I. Sounds perfect. Yeah, okay. no, it, it works really, really well. Okay. Yeah. Okay, awesome. Thank you. You bet. Have a great day. Bye-bye. Yeah, you too. Bye. All right. Yep, cattle panels, folks. Uh, they work wonders, I'll tell you. And uh, I love them. You can get them in, um, I think, a six, eight, and ten foot panels, if I'm not mistaken. And like I said, people don't, this boundary training thing as far as your yard without any fence or anything, folks, that's not, that, that doesn't work. And all it does is take one time and the dog busts through it or what it doesn't bust through it, just decides I'm going to go for a little walkabout. And all of a sudden you've got to, you know, like I say, I'm on the 20 acres. When I'm out, that I'm that I. When I'm out, the dogs are out. When uh, I'm in, the dogs are in. So then everybody's together. Just like if you had two-legged kids, you know, you 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 got to be there. So you know, so you make sure everything is going copacetic. All right, who's up? We have Carol on the line, mm-hmm. and Carol has a question about a dog that is nervous. Oh no, nervous! Yes. Hey, Carol, how you doing? I am well, Katie. Thanks. Thanks for calling. What's up? So my dog is a year old, and he was a rescue. We um, we did a training with you in the springtime. His name is Ramses. Ramsey. Oh, yeah, I remember him. So when we're in the house, he'll pay attention to me, and he does a great job with the work that we do inside the house. Yep. But as soon as we get outside, he's a pay, he pays attention to everything but me. Okay. Okay. And now, that, how can I get him to pay attention to me? Well, you just got to start work, keep working him outside. You got you got to go out with the elements and and then work with them because you know inside most dogs are always work great because there's nothing going on inside. So of course you're a center of attention. But the minute you get outside, it's like oh look at that bird, look at this, and look at that. And so what it is is just working in the elements and then doing like a, a stays and and comes. And, and such like that. And so, and what it is, is there again, what I said earlier is mental maturity. He still got puppy mush brain. Okay. You, he knows who you are, but he doesn't know that and this and that and over there. What about that? You know, he wants to go check that out. The world is his oyster. All right. So that's why you work on having, you know, outside with a long line so that you can follow through with what you want from him. So he, as he mentally matures, he'll get better and better at looking to you for direction and working better as a team. But you have to just keep on plodding through. And then uh, something as simple as teaching tricks works great because they have to sit down, focus, hold a thought. All right. And so then now you teach them to focus, to look to you for direction and then teach a trick outside where there's more elements around you. 
And so that's the whole, the main name in the game is that, and you have to build his confidence because what happens is that, um, you know, a lot, some dogs are born, well, every dog is born with a personality, right? And some are more nervous than others. And because they were born a personality, you know, the personality with, they were born nervous, but then things that have happened in their life had even made them more nervous. And so you got to work on things that builds confidence with him. Agility, simple, you know, go to a kid's playground and work together as a team to try to accomplish things. You know, like maybe, you know, just little things that they have on uh, all these kids' playgrounds, which are really cool. And so that's what you got to do is keep building the confidence and keep building, giving, building his uh, uh, repertoire and his, and his um, uh, vocabulary. You know, give things words so that he has to learn what these words are. And then that builds confidence, too. All right. Okay, great. We just need to do more work outside then. Yep. Thanks, Katie. Okay, take care. Bye-bye. Thanks for the call. Bye-bye. Yeah. Okay, uh, if we got a got a question, give a holler, 651-641-1071. That's 651-641-1071. All right, who's up? Well, let's get some trivia. Oh, get some trivia. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because it's well, almost that time. Where did I put that? Okay, we're going to do, well, there was a couple of them last week, remember, we were doing Guinness Bur- yes, Records? Yes, yes. Okay, one of them that we didn't get to, uh, the fastest 100 meters with a can balanced on a dog's head. Okay, oh, so 100 okay. meters with a can balanced on a dog's head. What's the fastest time? We'll be back. That would be Katie K9. That would be me. All right, fastest 100 meter with a can balanced on a dog's head. Okay, the dog was an Australian Shepherd Border Collie mix. All right, and it set two world records for being able to walk the 100 meters. Okay. Okay. Okay, so now the 100 meters, which is about 328 feet. Okay, mm-hmm. that's the thing. Okay, now is, is it time? <clears throat> the fastest time? What do you think? Um, 328 feet. 328 feet. With a can balancing uh, on their head. With a can. Uh, I want to say 12 seconds. Ah, it was the fastest time. Oh, five seconds? <laughs> <laughs> How about the fastest time? Was 2.5? Two, mi- <laughs> two minutes and 55 seconds. Two minutes and 55 seconds. Oh, okay. With a can on top of her head to go, to go 328 feet. Okay. Yeah. Okay. The she also holds a world record for walking down the most steps, facing forward while balancing a five ounce glass of water on her head. Both records were set in two thousand eight. Isn't that something? Wow. That's a that's a talented dog. But I don't even they, think I could do that. <laughs> I and know. Like I, I walk I mean, I and have like have thumbs. Yeah, I, I know yeah. I couldn't do it. So it, it is what it is. <laughs> All right, there you go. That's funny. I know it. It's amazing what what uh, what you can teach a dog if you take the time to teach them. That's I was going to say. It's yeah. just like you know, you know, like that that gal that just called. You know, the dog taking off. Okay, now the goal, the goal is start setting up yeah. the rules and, and follow through because boy, you give that dog something to do and they're going to do it. Right. That, that, that I think she she said it was a gold mini golden doodle, and that's a very is smart silly dog, but is very smart. Got to input input input. All right. Very good. Okay, who's up? Okay, we have Shelly on the line, and Shelly has a question about a puppy. It's a purebred German Shepherd mm-hmm. um, that is chewing. Oh, well, welcome to puppyhood. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Shelly, how you doing? <laughs> I'm good. Thank you for taking my call. Thanks for calling. Okay, so how old's a pup? Um, grandma, so I think she's about eight months. Okay. Um, but it doesn't matter what it is. She's chewing the seat rock off the walls. We give her bones. I mean, it's just anything and everything she can find she's doing. Okay. Is there any other dogs? Uh, she has an older sister, same breed. Um, she's three years old. All right. Um, when did she have the opportunity to be naughty like this? 
Um, well, it usually is when she's not in her kennel and she's kind of just getting free playtime in the house. Okay. Because the thing is, is that when you have a dog that's being destructive, not, first of all, that tells me this dog is bored out of its gourd because it doesn't have anything mental, no mental simulation. And that's okay. the, that's a big thing. What you've got to do is start teaching tricks, nose work, make this dog think. Usually the more destructive they are, the smarter they are and they get bored fast. And if you haven't done any obedience work and that can even get bored, you know, if you are very redundant and do the exact same thing all every single solitary time, you know, shepherds are very smart dogs and so the thing is is that what you've got to do is step up to the plate you've got a smart one here uses noggin and that's why like i say start doing you know nose work uh uh there's a a book called 10 minute dog games okay by sundance and it's got tricks in there it's got agility stuff and what i think the funniest thing is there you know a lot of people have those uh exercise balls okay and and it shows you tons of things that you can do with your dog and those exercise balls that uh, well personally that I no longer use (laughs) but anyway and so uh, and that's the thing but the the more destructive the smarter the dog because they are just craving give me input give me input and so they by operate what they're doing just because they're bored out of their gourd just like a a two-legged child would they become very destructive if you're not giving them input all right and then and also being that you know he does have this he doesn't have free time <laughs> he, right. is, he is in the same room with you at all times if he tries to leave the room uh-uh, come on get back here and so and keep him on a leash if you have to is so that he has to stay around you don't give him the opportunity because the more opportunity that he gets the more destructive he's going to become because he's created a game boy this is fun <laughs> and sure, so that and, makes sense thank you, got, you and so that's why like i said get this dog thinking like i say get into obedience work agility work no nose work is the best shepherds i haven't met a shepherd yet that does not love you know nose or teaching them what to how to use their nose to find things that you need to and it drains them mentally like you wouldn't believe because it takes so much of them to concentrate to be able to do it so wonderful okay thank you so much you bet good luck okay bye-bye <laughs> bye-bye yeah folks you got to get use their brains use their brains too many people are just too uh, and the older they get, then the less they don't, you know, most dogs that are overweight, they just lay in the couch and are a bunch of thugs. So, you know, it's like, I'm over, I'm too, too rotund. <laughs> and so, but then when you got, you know, a young one, like eight months old, you know, they're full of the dickens. And as long as they're not too fat, you better be able to step up to the plate and get those brain cells working. So. Something as simple as you're going down the hallway, you make the dog do a down and a stay. You go down the hallway, do whatever you got to do, come back, say, okay, and then keep right on walking. You give them little tasks like that to do. Yeah. And, and now you're utilizing them, making them think. And then all of a sudden, where's the dog? He's sacked out on the floor because he's tired from all these little things that you've been asking him to do. Yeah. But everybody wants to take a dog that's busy like that and run him and run him and run him and run him and run him. Yeah. And remember, folks, all that does is build an athlete. What used to take a half hour to tucker him, now it takes an hour. Then all of a sudden it's two hours. Pretty soon they're running marathons without breaking wind. And that's not what you want to do. What you want to do is mentally drain your dogs. Get them thinking. Teach them words. All right. Yeah, it reminds me of like the kindergartners. Oh yeah, you know <laughs> they read the yeah, same book. Yeah, exactly. They really do. Yeah, yeah. They go through the same yep. stages. They you got to sure give do. them a separate task. You yep. know, one one step at a time, yep. and then they come back and yep. they're like, "Okay, I did that. What's next?" Yep, exactly. And then you get the reports back from home that are like, "I don't know what you do at school every day, but every time my kid comes home, they are tired." Yeah, you bet. They are quiet. Yeah, they are laying in their bed. They are. Qu- 
You know, they're not doing anything. No, because it is hard work thinking. Yeah. It really is. Why do people read books before they go to bed? Right. Because you're concentrating on the plot. Yeah. You know, you're uh, concentrating on the words and pretty soon you're down to one eye and all of a sudden, bingo, it's morning. Because you felt you you go to sleep because your brain says, hey, I need to uh, shut down for a little bit. Good night. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I got a program. Yeah, I got to file yeah. in everything that I, I'm learning today. And right. The only way I can get my files going is if I take a nap. Right. Okay. Who's up? Okay. So we have Sam on the line. And Sam has a question about trying to get her cat off of prescription food. All right. Hi, Sam. How you doing? Good. How are you? Good, good. Okay. How as a cat? Yes, it's a cat. I just want to say, you know, long-time listener, first-time caller. I think you're great. So oh, thank you. I'm glad to finally be able to talk to you. Yay. Um, yeah, so my cat, he is um, five years old. He's been on um, prescription food. He's on the um, Royal Canin, or Canin, the CD formula, okay. Okay. Um, the wet and dry. Um, he's been on it for oh, about three years. And why? Um, what's that? And why? Because uh, the vet has told me every year that, he needs to stay on it, so I've kept him on it. Why was but he put I, on it to begin with at that young oh, age? Oh, why was he on it to begin with? Sorry. Yeah. So he, um, he developed uh, crystals in his kidney. Ah, okay. Um, so I brought him in, and um, they had to do, like, a little surgery or whatever yeah. where they, they take it out. And, wow. um, you know, he's been on the food ever since. And I just recently met someone who um, their cat had a similar situation, but they said that the they, the vet had him on prescription food only temporarily, right? Um, just to basically clear the system. But yep. now I'm I'm worried that mine's been on it for so long, and maybe he shouldn't be. But I'm very scared to take him off of it because I saw how sick he was before. Right. Oh, see, usually what go- causes those crystals? I don't know if you heard earlier the one of the callers is is uh, feeding do- cats dry food. That's what mm-hmm. what kicks him in the butt. Okay. And if you could get your cat on good grain free canned foods. And then also incorporate some formulated raw, and they do have freeze dried for cats also. That's raw, but all you do is add the moisture to it, okay? And so, it okay. W- and, and rotate it w- with all of that. You won't have to worry about that because the thing is, is that that's what causes the crystals is all that processed food and all that dry matter, and the cats can't drink enough to compensate for the dry matter, and so then they start building crystals, and, and then crap happens. All right, and so that's okay. why, why. If you go to, you got a piece of paper and a pencil. I do. Go to healthy I'm prepared. <laughs> good. Go to healthypets.mercola.com. Healthypets.mercola.com. And what it is, that's Dr. Karen Becker. She's the guru of all the uh, holistic vets. Okay. And okay. then type in there in the search box, you want to look up articles, cats, you know, crystals in cats, you know, urinary tract. And then she's mm-hmm. they've got they've got really good articles. And uh, you can even send her an email if you want more, you know, more specific answers. But she's got some really good. And so the thing is, is to empower yourself and so that you understand how the cat, what the cat should eat and what it shouldn't eat. And so Mm -hmm. then that will keep that cat healthy because they see crystals in that young a cat. That is very rare because usually Mm -hmm. it starts happening about six, seven years old and then 11, 12 years old is when it usually happens. This is mostly boys cats that it's a problem with. I would say, and he, yeah, he's a boy, and um, the vet did say that they thought it was very rare yep. that he was so young, and that um, yep. he developed him. But that's why they, I've kept him on it for so long. But okay, um, I got a question now. How old is yeah. the cat when you got him? Uh, he was a year old. A year old. Okay. Did mm-hmm. you know where did he come from? He was um, a rescue. Uh, he, I, I don't exactly know where he 
um, what his huge history was. Okay, was he, was he was he fixed when you got him, or did you have to get he him was, fixed? He was fixed. Yep, okay, because he, he what what triggers what my thought is on this that you know a lot of the rescues are fixing them the, uh, the dogs and cats as kittens and puppies. You know, mm-hmm. like they're only like twelve weeks old, and, and my guess is that because that happens so young, that he was fixed very young, and so it didn't develop right. He does, he, so he has a, a, a smaller, you know, everything's smaller down there. Sure, sure. <laughs> and so that's yeah. why it could have caught the crystals could have caused problems. That would be my okay. guess. But anyway, so what you got to do is you have to um, do your homework, okay, and look into the holistic right. world. And there's other things and there's remedies and such like that that you can do and get to keep this cat healthy so you don't have to worry. But your processed food is what is going to be your thorn in your side, okay? That's what's going to set things into bad motion because he's already been down that road. Then, you know, his diet can keep him living longer uh, where you don't have to feed, you know, uh, feed, you know, high buck, you know, uh, urinary, you know, food. And then, you know, out of the vet's office and such like that. But just, there's another book out there. It's called Your Cat, Your Cat, by uh, Hodgkins, H-O-D-G-K-I-N-S. And that's kind okay. of the Bible for all cat owners. And she, and okay. she goes through, you know, um, you know, feeding, vaccinations, just everything. And so the, what you just need input, 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 and then you're going to make decisions on uh, for, and go from there. All right? Okay. And is there anything with, like, cat's teeth? You know, do I have to worry about nope. not getting that crunch of, nope. well, don't, of hard food? Well, yeah, no, no, no. Because see, um, it's funny that you bring this up. We were just talking about this. Dry food does not clean teeth. If that worked, us humans could be able to eat chocolate chip cookies and never see a dentist in our life, okay? <laughs> okay. The dry matter doesn't do anything, okay? And, and so okay. the better thing to keep the cat's teeth clean is a better diet, number one, because all the teeth are, the way the tar bar builds up is from being fed a bad diet, just like with humans. Okay, if you eat healthier, you have less plaque on your teeth in the morning when you brush them. And you take a right. day where you just eat a lot of garbage, the next day you wake up, it's like, you know, you run your, it's like a sandbox on your teeth, okay? For sure. So, so that's why by feeding a better diet, that's going to keep the plaque. Also, too, like, introduce a cat to raw chicken bones or raw bones of stuff and see if she'll eat, you know, eat those. Those will clean the teeth. And so that's uh, their uh, turkey necks, chicken necks, all that kind of stuff that the food is good for them. And then it cleans, yeah. it helps clean those teeth also. All right. Okay. So that's what you got to do is do your homework and then uh, onward and upward to a happier and healthier cat and won't be so expensive, expensive on your part. <laughs> oh my gosh. I know it's been terrible. Yes, it is. <laughs> yes, I'm it doing is. for him, but it's, um, yeah, it's definitely taking a hit in my pocketbook. So. You bet. So we'll keep us posted as, as you, uh, yeah, the, for the, sure. journey goes forward. Okay. Thank you for definitely. calling. Thank you. Of course. Thank you. <laughs> Bye-bye. All right. Uh, that time again. Yes, ma'am. Okay. This adorable St. Bernard holds the title for the longest tongue. The longest tongue. How long do you think his her tongue was? We'll be back. All right, then. We're back. Which is always good. Thank you for spending your afternoon with me on the Katie Canine Show and Carly on the other side. All right. Uh, adorable St. Bernard holds the title for the dog with the longest tongue. Mochi is the dog's name. And how long do you think her tongue was? Um, I, a, a foot. Okay, she, uh, let's see, her owner is Carla Rickert of Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Okay. Okay, it is 7.3 inches long. Oh. 7.3 inches long. That is a long tongue. 
Okay. Yeah, Ethel has one for as little as Ethel is. Yeah. Honest, a peach. She has a long tongue. People, it looks like because she looks a lot. She yeah. looks me a lot, like kissy kissy. Yeah, and it looks like they're. Yeah, she's petting me with a snake. Oh gosh, <laughs> he does. And his little narrow tongue. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's the craziest thing you've ever seen. Just crazy. Say, uh, Northwest Wisconsin Veterinary Clinic. You just heard the. Uh, um, the ad for them. When I was up there, you know, it takes about an hour to get to Amory. Okay, then, at, you know, now I dropped my, the kids off at, you know, all four pets at uh, about a little after 7.30. Okay, and then I went into downtown Amory, which I'd never been to before, and cute town, and I ate at this, it's called the uh, Amory Family Restaurant. Oh, great biscuits and gravy. Could have used a little bit more, um, the biscuits were awesome, but it could have used a little bit more sausage in the gravy, but the gravy tasted good. Okay, then if you go up that way, what you gotta go is on the road just before you're gonna, there's a roundabout before, and then you take a right to go get to Amory. Okay, you're on, I think it's eight or whatever type thing going towards Turtle Lake. Okay, on the left, in this roundabout, if you look to your left, it's called Acme Junk Company. Honest to Pete, if you're up that way and people are going for, you know, see the colors of the leaves yeah. and stuff, oh, you got to stop in there. It is unbelievable. This guy is a phenomenal. If you go to acmejunkcompany.com, you can see some of his wares. But what he does, which I thought was really, I mean, he's got, he's got antiques. He's got, he's a, he's a, he takes a license plates apart yeah. and then makes new signs with the, you know, like cuts out the letter G, cuts out oh, the, fun. okay. And then he, WCCO, uh, when they were up there for uh, yeah. going up to the lake, you know, yeah. he made him a sign said WCCO, uh, going to the lake uh, out of cutting out the word, the letters and license plates and then putting them together oh, and that's framing so it. Fun. And so he does a whole kind of artwork with license plates. Yeah, and then also what he does, he takes old gasoline cans, old pots, things like that, and then he cuts. Like right now, he's got. If you guys, I'm not into Halloween, but but he's got all these great pumpkin faces yeah. in these old gas cans. That if you put a flashlight or a light behind oh, it, oh, very it'd, cool, it'd be way cool. Yeah, I darn near bought one. It was a huge stainless steel. Yeah, that you would put. Um, uh, like uh, uh, gobs and gobs of corn to cook yeah, in, you know, but yeah, it was stainless yeah. steel. And it, but like I said, I just can't get into Halloween. I mean, uh, yeah. But anyway, and so now he's now after Halloween, out comes his Christmas. Stuff. I was gonna say, and are so you gonna I go want, back yes, for Christmas? I'm going back for the Christmas stuff. But yeah. anyway, so check it out because I mean, he was super nice guy. Gosh, he was a nice guy. And so it's AcmeJunkCompany.com. So check that out if you're going up to Amory and using Doctor Jess. And and that's what I did. And I stopped at a couple of antique shops. One had forty percent off. Of everything in downtown Amory. I'm like, oh, wow. I found a Viking seat cushion. It was Ooh. great. <laughs> For, it was $8 and $40, 40% off of $8. <laughs> Very nice. But yeah, so anyway, so yeah, while you're going up to use Dr. Jess, I mean, uh, Dr. Jess, Dr. Jill, like I said, check out because it is, but that acmejunkcompany.com, honestly, Pete, but it's at, the company is acmejunk and then co.com, you know, not the actual words, just co.com. Okay, so sorry, I had a, I had a, because they, that commercial, all of a sudden it flooded, and I'm like, oh, I forgot to mention this, and I forgot to mention that. That's okay, we yeah, always like was, to oh, learn new yeah, things. Oh, it is so cool up there, it really, I just, it's a nice drive, it really, and it's so easy, you just go straight through Taylor's Falls, over the, and just keep on going, it's it's really easy to get to. Wow. And that's Northwest Wisconsin Veterinary Clinic. Okay. Dot yes. com. All right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Who's up next? Okay, we have Karen on the line, and Karen has a question about CBD oil for dogs. Well, yay. How does she know I wanted to talk about that today? Okay. <laughs> She's <laughs> magic. Yeah, she, she can read my mind. <laughs> yes. There we go. Sorcery. There we go. <laughs> and it's that time of year for it. Yeah. Okay. Hey, Karen, how you doing? I'm good. Good, good. So what's your question? Well, I have a small dog. Mm-hmm. She doesn't have any problems. Mm-hmm. So I uh, 
am always reading dogs naturally. Yeah, you know? I love that. Yep, love, 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 love. And right now I give her a pre and a probiotic powder that I mix in her raw food when she eats. Nice. And when that is all done, I've done that twice now, two containers. And I thought, you know, I think I want to try something else on her. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was reading about the CBD oil. And you, you don't have to just give it for uh, pre-existing no. problems. Uh-uh. So what I want to know, is it good? Can I... Flip it out. Yep. Oh, definitely. Um, there, and but people don't realize there's a difference between the CBD oil and the hemp seed, the hemp oil. All right. Uh-huh. Okay. CBD's oil, which I had a hard time remembering CBD. So then I finally gave it words. Cat, bad dog. Oh. <laughs> so I can remember that it's CBD oil. I always mess that up. And that oil comes from the stalks, the leaves, and the bud of the hemp plant. Okay. It's used mm-hmm. as therapeutically to help manage health conditions, you know, such as pain, inflammation, anxiety, seizures, and even cancer. Okay. Now the hemp oil comes from the seed of the hemp plant and it is a nutritional supplement. Okay, the seeds contain very little CBD, but are rich in the nutrients that also have many health benefits. All right. Okay. okay so the, you got the oil and then you've got the hemp oil. And then you what the obviously now uh, dogs naturally, I believe they have their own brand that they sell. Right. Uh, if I'm not mistaken. And there's another one is called True Hemp out of Canada. I think it's truehemp.com if I'm not mistaken. But anyway, so the thing is, is that, yeah, there, there's, you know, people you know, you don't wait for something to break. <laughs> you know, you want to keep the dogs, you know, like like with with uh, Wapiti Labs. They're great supplements. Okay, what happens is that you don't use them, like, wait till you need them. You do, mm-hmm. a, get a, do, do a plan prior to keep your dog healthy so you don't need, you know, a vet bills and such like that to get your dog back on track. All right? And so that's yeah. what you want to do is that, but see, the hemp oil is the one that's more for, you know, like it's a nutritional supplement, all right? Okay, okay. whereas the CBD oil, which is also more expensive than the hemp oil, okay, mm-hmm. and that's more for the, you know, the uh, anxieties, the pain, and such like, inflammation, and such like that. And so that's okay. why, like I said, I don't know, I personally, that the hemp oil should be more beneficial overall health is what I would say, okay? As far as right. that's the, the better than the CBD. And the CBD oil is, is more expensive than the hemp oil. Okay. All right, but if you learn more about it, most people think they're one and the same, and they're not. And that's okay. what I kept trying to tell people, and then I couldn't remember why. Then they say, well, how is it different? And so I, <laughs> when, I came, when I came to work today here, I knew what I had in my folder somewhere. I finally found it, and I was going to mention it today. Okay, this is the difference, right? Oh, and so, well, I helped yeah, you out then. You did. You sure did. You, <laughs> you, what are they, good lead-in? I think it's what it is. <laughs> but anyway, so yeah, it's, like I said, the hemp, and, and the thing is, is that you, there is, you know, if you find hemp oil or CBD oil that's, you know, relatively cheap, there's a reason. And so yeah. what you got to do is that, you know, the good, the good stuff, you got to find, you know, uh, because just like everything, they, they, they're, it's not regulated. So, so you have to be, know the company and if they are an honest company, you know what I mean? And well, then it, I, and, are they organic? Uh, is there, you know, is there any heavy, oh, you know yeah. what I mean? So just like that, you've got to, you've got to mm-hmm. look at, you know, how it is made and so that you've got a good quality product. All right. Yeah. Well, I think dogs naturally, in my opinion, is a good. Oh, yeah. Excellent. Um, no, they are, man. I, the, hey, I tell everybody, okay. the, the two websites you need to, if you as a pet owner, you need dogsnaturallymagazine.com and you need healthypets.mercola.com. And oh, then, okay. yeah, those are the two. And then uh, Dr. Uh, Dr. Jean Dodds, uh, her website is uh, hemopet.org. H-E-M-O-Pet.org, if I'm not mistaken. Wait a minute, let me double okay. check here. That, I mean, Dr. Uh, yeah, H-E-M-O-Pet. 
Org. I mean, and well, they, I think the, I read natu- dogs naturally so much that I'm uh, pretty sure my vet just kind of. I'm not her favorite customer anymore. Yeah, well, but you know, because you let her do half of what good, she wants to because do. Because you're empowering yourself <laughs> and you're making better decisions for your, you know, for your pups, and so that you're going to have. And she's not going to make any money off you. <laughs> well, I know, and I do feel bad though because I feel like I know she's gone to a lot of years of schooling, and I'm nobody, and it's like, oh no, no, boy, no, 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 I, don't you say know? you're nobody. Don't you dare say that word. <laughs> don't you dare, because you're, that vet could you also take the time to learn more things about what's going on. Okay. That's true. You betcha. So don't you don't you ever call that. No, no, no. They can take the time to learn different too. Well, thank you for your question, kiddo. Okay. Take thank care. Bye bye. Okay, what Oh, what am I at? Okay, why do dogs run in 